Hey guys, welcome to the Sound of a Crowd podcast. Uh, this is the show uh, where we chat with colorful creatives and entrepreneurs from a Ghanaian heritage or interest. Uh, I've got Samuel Booksworth in the studio. He is the founder and CEO of Remotely. Um, they are a tech organization which specializes in providing um, outsourcing in terms of virtual assistance and all of that good stuff. Um, for today's show notes, please head over to the soundofacra.com forward slash remotely. That's R-E-M-O-T-E-L-I for all of the links, references, and social media links, etc. Samuel, how are you doing? Thanks for coming in. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Uh, man, um, we've had lots of requests for you. People say, get Samuel on the show. Get Samuel on the show. James Mercer, one of my good friends, said, get Samuel on the show. I can make an injury for you. I was like, all right, all right, cool. We'll get him in. And he's finally in. I appreciate your time. I know you're very busy running a successful company and um, I'm glad you could spend some time just to drop some nuggets. Thank you. Man. It's, yeah. it's good to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> made it out across tra- 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 traffic, huh? Just about, man. Just, just about. about. Just about. Just about made it, but <laughs> I'm on time. I'm on time. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's get into the name, actually. So remotely, um, obviously the name of your company, I always used to call it, back in the day, I used to call it Remotelli. Yeah. And then one of my friends was like, no, it's, it's, it's remotely, it's remotely, it's remotely. And then just as I kind of got the hang of it, I think I saw a post from you guys, but yeah. I was saying, it's remotely, not remotely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were finding that a lot of people, especially in Ghana, yeah. were kind of remotely. And I was like, nah, nah, you're, you're butchering the name of my company, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to just... Remotely, it's like yeah. the idea of remote, remote work, just remotely. So it's just okay. yeah, remotely. But I get the, um, okay. the confusion, but yeah, yeah. it's remotely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. And 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 how you came up the name was, um, I mean, was quite interesting. Yeah. 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 You you know, I think when we first started, I was trying to look for the name remotely of a Y. Yeah. But it was all taken. Obviously, okay. it was all taken everywhere. Domains. Always the case, all taken. It? Yeah. So I thought, let me yeah. try and change up a little. Make sure it still makes sense in regards to the pronunciation with an mm-hmm. I. So that's literally it. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a great name. It's a great name. Um, you know, it's something I wish I thought I would have come up with. But hey, man, you've come up with and, you know, you're doing a really good job. Thank you. You're doing a really good it. job. I've seen some of the interviews that you've been on and, you know, um, like, for example, Vanessa Canby uh, you know, last yeah. year. And just to probably see where you are today, almost a year later. Yeah. I'm sure. And we're going we're, we're gonna to get into that. I'm sure, like, you've got some good stories to, to share with me. Yeah, so um, obviously we, we bumped into each other at Startups in Ghana yes. event. Really good event. Shout out to Julian over at uh, Zuberi. You can check them out. Um, I did a little Startups in Ghana um, pod bite. You can check that out on our website or on our podcast platform. Um, but yeah, um, bumped into you in Startups in Ghana. It was you, yourself, um, Julian, I think Nana Addison, Stefan. I mean, all great startup entrepreneurs. Uh, you guys just dropped some gems that night. Um yeah, and yeah, I think you dropped some key key points that evening, and um, I think one of the takeaways I was able to get from you was um, the fact that use your initial hire, use your initial talent that you're hiring into the company as your blueprint to build out the company. And I think that was you that made that point. Am yeah. I correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, with the initial hires we had, especially in Ghana, um, we used them to really figure out how we wanted to grow things in Ghana. Yeah. Every country is different in regards to culture and people. And especially in Ghana, people are um, genuinely, Ghanaians are quite chilled, laid back. So we just had to figure out ways to work around that, build a culture that works, um, build teams that work in a structure that they can be most productive. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so yeah, getting the first few hires was key, but then we were able to understand what would be the benchmark and how we wanted to structure the rest of the company. Yeah. The kind of hires we wanted in to bring in after those individuals. Yeah. And we used them as a benchmark. So yeah. Okay. No, it makes sense. So once you've worked out the blueprint in terms of like the criteria of the kind of people that you need in, in your team, whether it's senior management team or just general staff, yeah. cross-functional um, team members, once you have that, you can just use that just to build up the rest of your team, right? That's so it, I that's think correct, yeah. it's very important in your kind of organization that obviously it can easily just scale, it can easily grow. So I think once you have that DNA of the kind of person you need to hire, you just literally just need to continue to find the same kind of people. Yeah. And what, what's it been like, actually? Um, this is something I want to ask you in terms of sourcing the right talent. I, yeah. I think so, some of us know that in Ghana, especially here, um, I mean, the, I mean, there are some, some, some gold, some golden people yeah. out there, but sometimes you, you can come across some, um, some staff, some workers where, um, they will let you down or they're just not up to scratch. For example, I had, um, consumes consume shop in, in the house um in the building the other day um shout out to consume shop um they are rapid um 60 minute grocery delivery um startup yeah, yeah. and uh, i think they even pitched up startups in Ghana yeah, actually there, yeah. but yeah um but yeah they they wanted to come on the show and they came on but anyway um they were talking about how they drive because right they ha they hired their own drivers and they were talking about how um it took them maybe hiring the third driver or the fourth driver to actually get an actual good one yeah. Um, so yeah, talk me through like the process of like sourcing the right talent, you know, whether it's people working as a virtual assistant or someone in your senior management team, etc. Yeah. So, um, initially it was quite difficult because, <coughs> sorry, you're good. You're good. Don't so, worry. Um, initially it was quite difficult because when we were putting the jobs out there, there were loads of people applying because there's so many individuals in Ghana that need jobs. Yeah. The unemployment rates. Not just in the country, but because content are constantly increasing Increasing. because there are those young people, those graduates who are looking for roles, and unfortunately there aren't enough roles out there to support those young people. True. So um, initially we'll just put the job roles out there, we'll have loads applying, Mm -hmm. but then not all of them were at the standard we required to work with international organisations. Now the fault isn't theirs, it's just that there aren't enough... (laughs) How do I put this in (laughs) There aren't enough... enough, um, there, there aren't many organizations that work at that sort of a level in Ghana. So then there aren't enough individuals working in those organizations in the mm-hmm. corporate structure, yeah. understanding what real corporate structure looks like working with other international organizations. Okay. So because they haven't had or been able to get that kind of experience exposure, yeah. or exposure, yeah. they're coming into our organization relatively um, fresh. Mm. So it required us to do a lot of training, a lot of work um, to get them up to that standard, and uh, which which we've done, and we're happy they're at that standard. Yeah. Um, now the issue is now people trying to poach them. <laughs> but, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. International <sighs> organizations, organizations gone, which we get though because yeah. we've we've introduced them to all the technologies being used in the tech e- ecosystem. Exist. We've yeah. we've opened their minds to things they can and can't do. Yeah. We've got them at, at, at an international level. Yeah. So naturally, poaching will come into play. But um, from 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 my perspective, that. That's not something I'm too concerned by because our main goal is to try and increase employment on the continent. Yeah. So the more people that get into roles, uh-huh. I'm just happy because that must be a great feeling um, yeah. because um, there's something I was working on to help to kind of solve the um, employment issue in Ghana. Um, hopefully I can get that product, product out at some point. But anyway, um, I think what you're doing is great because it's the kind of business where you need, you know, you need people, yeah. you understand? And of course, working with people in Ghana is sometimes can be difficult, especially finding the right people. But it seems that you've, you know, you've, you've managed to kind of 
work that out and yeah. get the right people and attract the right people, retain yeah. them as well. Yeah. I, I, talk to me through your your company culture. I heard your company culture is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, you brought some stuff from the West and you've infused it into West Africa right here in Ghana. Talk yeah, me through that. Yeah, so we've, um, w- what I try to do is I try to bring a really good balance in office. Right? Yeah. Um, first of all, we connected with really, really good universities. So connected with like Shesi who were probably one of the most prestigious universities, not just in Ghana, but across Africa now. Okay, yeah. So we, we we tapped into their alumni network and we worked ah. closely with them to ensure that we're getting the right um, level of candidates coming through four roles. And we connected yeah. with Ghana, okay. um, University of Ghana and Pentecost um, University and all these other organizations we connected with. Yeah. So we get a good um, trip of talents coming from, nice. um, yeah, talents coming from them. But in regards to the culture, what we've done is that yeah. I, I wrote down core values in the organization. I did eight and that was key because you find that again culture differs from country to country place to place organization organization organizational culture yeah is built right so I realized that there was a, there was a culture especially in Ghana where they had this kind of like um a lot of the stuff expected a kind of bossu mentality I'm your <laughs> boss like I tell you what to do and, yeah and I'm all like that I'm I know right <laughs> you're like, I, I'm not like your boss like that yeah we're, we're all working we're all colleagues yeah so kind of breaking that kind of men- mindset mentality down took a while it takes they a while call, they called me mr brooksworth and surf rages are like do yeah. not ever yeah you make me feel like an old uncle like, call me samuel so the whole samuel thing took a while but that that now works and us drawing up the eight key values just to ensure that every single day the staff understand what we're building towards mm. our values are in place our vision our mission's in place so part of the values of proactiveness, um, working hard, having a fun working place, um, ensuring that they understand what we're working towards, giving towards. So having all these core values um, reiterated over and over again to the staff, yeah, it helps create a, a really, really strong culture where there's honesty, integrity, hard work, um, fun. It's just, yeah. it's a chilled workplace. When people walk into the workplace, they're walking, they'll be like, yo, I feel like I'm, I know I'm in Ghana, yeah. but I don't feel like, I'm in Ghana with what I'm seeing right now. It just looks <laughs> mad. And it's like, I love that people come in the office and say that because it, yeah. it shows that what we're building is working. And the young people, like, like I said, most of the team are young. Yeah. And when people come in and mm-hmm. they see the majority of young people, like, how have you built a young team who just literally don't have to stand there and bark orders and they just do the work? I'm like, yeah, man. If you give people opportunity to do things, do things yeah. and you entrust them and you empower them and you teach them, go do it. Yeah. And they're just, they're, they're smashing it and they're, they're blowing organizations around the world, wow. blowing away organizations around the world. Yeah. I couldn't be prouder of them. So yeah, oh, they're, they're doing a good job. No, man, well done to you, man. I mean, that's not an easy, it's not an easy feat. Um, it's not an easy challenge to, you know, to literally just change the mindset, you know, and the habits of someone that's known a certain way of doing something for mm-hmm. such a long time. You just come in and just disrupt the mindset and the way they think. And as a result, it's producing really good fruits for you, which is obviously really, really good. So more power to you. And um, what I was going to say is that um, the onboarding process must be really good then in terms of when someone joins a company, you must have like a structured like onboarding yeah. process where they have to go through that kind of, um, that kind of a journey yeah. to then becoming like, you know, suitable to then speak to or, or, or to represent companies around the world. Right. Cause you're in a different, talk us through your countries as well. Like, you're in like 10 yeah, different uh, countries. Wow. Yeah. So that like, keeps going off the top of my head, like England, obviously yeah. um, France, Germany, Hong Kong, India, America, Canada, Oh my gosh, I don't know. Everywhere, it's global domination. We're, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're growing quick. And um, yeah. again, we, we have clients everywhere that require our sort of service. Yeah. So um, 
I don't know. Hopefully, we'll go to more countries. Hopefully, and and, and because in Ghana there are quite a few, there, there are loads of different. Um, there are loads of individuals that speak different languages. So we've got French speaking individuals, um, German speaking individuals mm-hmm. um, that are able to sit in these organizations around the world yeah. and speak in their language. Oh, okay. So I get that. It yeah. helps massively. Yeah, so. yeah. That's a big advantage because yeah. obviously, like in Ghana, for example, like when I was going to school here, like you're learning languages from like, you know, year, year three. You understand? Wow. Yeah. yeah. You learn languages really, really early and they're really good at teaching languages as well. And of course, we're surrounded by different, you know, Foreign speaking countries, you understand? So it makes sense. Francophone, there you go, Francophone or Germany, German, whatever, Portuguese, you understand? Um, So it makes sense. Um, Yeah, it's really brilliant. And, you know, let's go back to the startups in Ghana. So I remember one, one, there was one moment where you're talking about when you started remotely. Um, getting getting that first deal, and yeah, getting a first yeah. deal is always the hardest deal. But yeah. I think that's when you really put your sales skills and experience, you know, to the to the test. Um, yeah. So talk me through that. So let's go like let's go back in time. So um, during that period, I think it was COVID period, right? Yeah. Of course, I've, there's so many guests I've had in the show that that they've had to go through some kind of challenge through yeah. COVID, and it's birthed something really beautiful, such as remotely. Yeah. So talk me through that experience where you were getting your first deal and you didn't even have any staff because that was, that was a powerful story. Yeah. So, um, again, COVID was, it, it obviously was a sad plan for the world. And, um, it was, it was a difficult period it was when isolation loved ones, unfortunately passing away. And yeah, it was, so it was, it was yeah. difficult being at home. It was mm-hmm. difficult being at home. I don't okay. like being at home. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like it was beautiful with the family for a long period of time. Yeah. But I liked, I liked being at work, being in office space, interacting with people. So it was a difficult period. But, um, when we first got started, um, I, I, when the first idea came and we we're looking for clients, it was a case of literally having to go through my network, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I needed to leverage off the people who knew me best and trusted me in yep. order for me to sell the service to them first. Okay. So, um, I, I, I went through my entire LinkedIn and obviously my LinkedIn tower, I must have gone through like, for like ten thousand, you probably have like you probably have like ten twenty thousand yeah, connections yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> like literally holding that. I know someone that's got maxed out their connections actually. Really? Yeah, mentioning yeah. <laughs> everybody's like, listen, like <laughs> that straight cold cold outreach, outreach or and kind of warmish. Yeah, outreach, yeah. And you found that I found that I wasn't getting much mm. much back, and uh, me being me, it's a numbers game. Sales so a numbers yeah, game. Hundred percent. You can be as skilled as you want, but most times it's just numbers game and hard work and persistence yeah. and just keep going. So I just kept holding, holding the people. Yeah. And eventually we got through to one guy and um, jumped on a call. And I remember I was, I was on my way somewhere actually, and then the call came through. I always had my laptop on me at them times, obviously ready for means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to be ready. Connected to my phone. Got the, got, got the internet on. Jumped on a meeting, and I was just talking. Yo, was in like <laughs> what? Salesman, yeah. I, I, I literally spoke and spoke and spoke and I was speaking about the business as yeah. if it was one like yeah. multi in it, it, in my mind at that time remotely was like international. Yeah. So I was speaking it about it as if it was at that stage. Yeah. And he was just sat there listening to me, he was like, Yeah, 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 let's do it. <laughs> I was like, What? He's like, Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So I jumped off the call and the gentleman I was working for at the time was like so how are we now going to get the stuff? And I'm like, all right, cool. We'll sort that out. Yeah. But the most important thing is that we had the clients coming through. That's then it. we had to then find the individuals in Ghana. So that's how yeah. I began remote. So I was, I was yeah. literally pitching a business in the UK first. Mm-hmm. Then once we got individuals who were interested, I'd be like, hey, we'll get you on board in like a week initially. Yeah. And the onboarding takes like an hour now, if that. Yeah. And onboarding like <laughs> You've really streamlined that process now. Proper streamlined. Yeah. yeah. 
So then I, we then started getting in by individuals, which we had been interviewing anyway, we've got the right individuals to work with this first person. Uh-huh. And that first person that signed up is still with the individual they signed up with up wow. until this day. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, um, incredible. Yeah. We, we, I, I, I literally went hard and, and then I hired a gentleman called Simon. Okay. And he jumped on the sales and he's absolutely smashed it, blown it away. Literally going really hard. Yeah. Hollering everybody. It's a numbers game, like you said, isn't it? Numbers game, yeah. Yeah. And now it's got to a point now, we, we, we don't do much because I've never done any advertising for the business, any marketing, yeah. like nothing. Just organic, just organic, organic Companies telling companies about them. Referrals. Us, referrals. Wow. People saying, oh my gosh, have you heard of remotely? This stuff, remember did this, da, da, da. It's just growing organically. And to be honest, if it grew any quicker yeah. at the early stages, we wouldn't be able to handle, handle it. the yeah. growth at all. It's perfect. But to move office space from the top floor that we were in down yeah. to the bottom floor and even the floor we're on now is nearly maxed out. So it's like... <laughs> Keep moving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now it's like, we just need to kind of manage that growth. Yeah. But um, it's a good position to be in. It's, it's, it's a fun journey, yeah. Yeah, wow, man. What a story. Absolutely, what a story. I mean, uh, I think for you to make that happen, man, like, honestly, I think it's credit to your your background. I know, I know you've got a pretty good sales background in different industries. And, you know, of course, like you've got an apprentice and things like that. And I think all of those things have kind of helped you to kind of, to that moment where you had to really just pitch um, that person. But that moment when you got on the phone, you pretended as if this was like this multi whatever company. I think you watch Wolf of Wall Street yeah, when, yeah. when Leonardo DiCaprio makes that sales call yeah. and everyone just looks at him afterwards as if, how did you close that huge deal? Yeah. You understand? So I think I see some parallels between that yeah. and I just, just credit to your talent, man. So well done. Thank you. Well Thank done, you. man. The disclaimer, I, I wasn't lying. I wasn't lying. No, you weren't call. lying. No, you weren't lying. The disclaimer went at me. That's the difference. Straight to the camera. I wasn't lying at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about the business as yeah. I saw it in it. Yeah. As yeah. I saw it. Was, because at the end of the day, like, especially as an entrepreneur, you, you need to believe in what it is you're doing. Mm. I find a lot of people want to kind of test things out or like see if it'll work. But you need to put everything behind it. Like at that time, I was like, listen, the vision I have for African, the vision I have for really wanting to get young people into employment, if if, if I don't push and just literally put everything I believe into this. Yeah. There are people out there. And again, the, the, the vision was never for me. I didn't want to ever come to Ghana and become some, enrich myself. No, because there are people, especially across the continent, yeah. who just need hope, who just want to work and I'm like yo some staff members we had they came in and they were proper nervous like shy yes please no please we've had to do a lot of training sessions of regards to business <laughs> English yeah and it was like these individuals are really capable I just didn't have the, the training to understand the knowledge yeah you see them now mingling with international top teams we've got organizations they sat in with 2,000 plus staff they're managing departments in organizations outside of Ghana I'm like Look at the transformation of these young people that were told they couldn't do anything. So when I see that, yeah, it just brings joy to my heart. You know, I'm like, yo, this is be- this is what we came here. How to are do, you able yeah. to do that? I mean, I mean, surely it wasn't just was it just yourself that I mean that implemented these processes like the training and stuff? Or did you have to bring in specialists? Did you have to bring in partners? I mean, to help you to kind of like deliver this kind of training? So you no, know, because just- we were learning on the go. It was a step by step process, right? Okay, so. um in regards to like sessions, like for example, business, business English, yeah, we grew to a point where clients started saying like, "Yo, your staff are overly polite." <laughs> and I'm like, "What do you mean by overly polite?" It's like they use "please," <laughs> "sir," "thank you" in every sentence, and yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, that's not cool, is it?" That's <laughs> when <laughs> so you realize you have to go to the room. Yeah, board. so things would happen, like um, example, social media, for example. Okay, it got to a point where like some of the clients were like, oh, "Hey, like some of the staff aren't doing certain things because social media, but they should be doing." Okay, I'm like, okay, okay, what do you mean? They like, give examples, but like, of course, we then got social media training, which 
was all right. We're looking to get, you know, some more training <laughs> on board. Shout out Mikey. So, you know. Shout out Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it was, things would happen that would cause us to get training sessions or to develop things. Okay. It was all part of that startup journey. So, it's not like we, yeah, yeah. I came with a, a complete blueprint of what I wanted to do. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I literally threw myself into it and then things would come up and be like, all right, cool. I need to do this. Okay, cool. I need to do that. Yeah. So, it's kind of like... It was a journey. Lean startup. So just it just it's rating as you go along, just improving as you go along. Exactly. There you exactly, go. Yeah. Traditional startup. And it works. Yeah. It works, man. Shout out to you. So you guys are what, like 50, 65 employees now? Yeah, well, probably or more than that. 70, yeah. So, wow. Last it's, year was like 35, I think. Yeah. You know, it's again, we, the, the, our growth isn't based off, um, it's not like we grow because we want to grow. It's just all the demand. Yeah. Our demand is higher than our numbers. So if we have a thousand companies that need our, our services yeah when the thousand members of staff we could we could easily get to hundreds but it's a case of us having to literally hold off and play a balance again because okay again we'll, we'll get to the funding part but um, yeah a lot of things that will be needed in order for us to get to that place and i want to ensure that i'm putting the right foundations in place for the business to ensure that it's got longevity yeah at the end of the day it's not about just growing and becoming huge for the sake of becoming huge doesn't make sense i need to make it structurally sound so that yeah See our CSR program, our remotely academy, what we're building with us in business, yeah, is sustainable. And after 10, 20, 30, 40 years, yeah, people are coming, getting jobs, staying yeah. there for a long period of time, yeah, helping their families, their communities, just receiving um disposable income to 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 live their lives. Exactly. So if I just grow it mad fast and I'm not thinking about all that, <laughs> then it probably won't work in 20 years' time. So I'm trying to ensure that what we put the foundations we're putting now are strong enough to last the test of time. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just really shows that how you're purpose driven, like you're not only thinking about um, how to kind of, um, you know, bridge the gap in terms of like Ghana, Ghana's unemployment and contributing to the economy and things like that. You're also thinking about the long term, like what remotely can do just for Africa, in which yeah. Ghana in general, which is massive. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about was, um, of course, like. When we when it comes to outsourcing, I mean, you got like the the typical, you got Upwork, you got Fiverr, yeah. and on all those kind of platforms, like kind of they're more like kind of self service kind of platforms. You just yeah. go on there, you you find someone, you talk to someone, right? Um, but I think what I like about what you guys are doing is like your actual organization, like you've got actual lots of humans around that you can you know, speak to and relate to and communicate with. Um, so, how have you felt like any kind of um, threat in terms of like from? you know, these other platforms, Upwork, Fiverr, I, yeah. I hear there's some kind of, um, some type of rivals or some startups who are trying into that space in Africa. Have you had any kind of yeah. competition or threat in that you, space? You know what, yeah. I, I, I've <laughs> seen loads of, especially over the last um, six or so months, I've seen loads of organizations pop up across Africa trying to, trying to replicate what we do. Yeah. Which I am all for. Like, I yeah. there, there was a couple who called me and I actually assisted them in setting up their business. Yeah. And people are like, wow, how would you do that? So I'm like, listen, if you don't understand my vision, true. you never understand what I'm doing. I'm not it's doing true. it to become the biggest or the best, which yeah. we, we eventually will become because what we're doing is, is it's actually genuinely it's great. It's going to get you there. Team. Yeah. But if people are setting up organizations similar to us, I want them to succeed because I can't employ everybody across Africa. <laughs> so if they're able to get their business up and running, we yeah. will get more people into employment, which is the goal. Yeah. Like right now, between the ages of 15 to 35, this is Africa's most educated generation, right? Mm. Most graduates coming out of Africa than ever before. Yeah. Between the age of 15 to 35, there are over 150 million young people that are unemployed. Wow. Those numbers are mad. That's it don't make sense. How are they all unemployed? Yeah. So if we're able to get more companies creating that, we can do that. But the reason I don't really, I'm not too phased by companies that are working on Fiverr, which play their purpose and yeah. 
um, they're great organizations yeah. to work with and, mm-hmm. and, and they, they work really well for individuals and companies. But our structure is different. Yeah. We want people to sit in organizations and become part of their teams, understand mm-hmm. their cultures, to understand their values, to help them grow and build. Yeah. So whereas you're getting individuals off Fiverr Upwork and so on and so forth to yeah. complete tasks, yeah. the person completing tasks will do the task, get paid in a dip. True. Whereas what we're trying to do is say, listen, rather than having someone just to complete a task, mm-hmm. have someone sit in your organization as if they're a part of your team. Yeah. We provide them their laptops, their office space, their equipment. We pay them monthly. You don't have to think about employee benefits. We do all of that. Their healthcare, everything. Yeah. All you do is pay a subscription, monthly fee. If you don't like it, you cancel. Okay. So no, no organization says no. They're like, <laughs> like cool, when do I sign up? Like, why yeah. would you say no to that? Because if your organization is looking to grow, yeah. that makes complete sense. Yeah. Everything's set up for you. You just yeah. each got a member of staff working in your office in Ghana. Yeah. That's it. We've got complete um, internal structures, management teams, senior managers, um, department heads, HR, yeah. operations, like everything's up. What was it like actually, um, sorry to, I interjected in there, what was it like getting the right people for senior management? Yeah. Like, was that just using your contacts? Uh, that was difficult. Yeah. So, um, for example, our head of people, she's from London. Okay. Um, I, I met her around, I actually met her at an event. I went to go speak at, <laughs> and then she got her PA to give me her card. And then we just literally, she heard her talk, was speaking before the event. Okay. And we're talking, to talking, she's like, we'll connect. And I, I think I left. And I was like, my mind was gone. She's like, got her PA to give me her card. Yeah. So we connected afterwards. Okay. Sp- spoke with her. I was like, listen, you completely get the vision. <laughs> and she's like, listen, like I've been offered a lot more to work with other organizations. <laughs> Playing that card. Like, listen, I can't. I was like, listen, I can't. I can't afford your salary, man. <laughs> and I know you guys These are telling over a decent amount. Yeah, we're doing all right, but yeah. I think she's been she's been trying to top top organizations mm. trying to approach her. Oh, she's been headhunted big time by top mm. companies across the continent. And I was mm. like, listen, I out I laid out a vision to her. Okay, and she was like, nah, this makes sense. Vision driven. Yeah, this makes sense, and yeah. she jumped on board because of that. The other managers surprisingly, okay. all came when we first started the business. So, yeah. for example, my lady and Ellie. Yeah. We're about, my lady's now our interim operations director and Ellie's now head of department for the graphic design social media team. Okay. Um, and they actually began as business assistants. And wow. they've literally, like, my lady, for example, began as a business assistant, then she became a senior business assistant. Yeah. Then she became a team leader. Then she became head of operations for the UK. Yeah. Then she became interim operations director. Mm-hmm. So she's, I won't say her age on this podcast. That's okay. Some of the staff. That's okay. Here and stuff. Being like, yo, she's, <laughs> she's relatively young. Yeah. And seeing her growth over the last year and a bit. Yeah. Has been phenomenal. phenomenal. She literally has helped structure wow. the business and is running the business, the yeah. UK business, the Ghana business. Yeah. As I'm sat here now, she's running the show. And I'm yeah. like, when you get such individuals who are trained up in a business, who get the vision. Yeah. It makes me so much easier. So. Yeah. Wow. Luckily, we, we, we've honestly, it's God's grace, the people we've had in that business, because if not for, and people always ask me, like, I'm a very God-fearing guy. It's yeah. generally the grace of God that's brought us far, because if yeah. not for that, the individuals we have and the way we build this business, it wouldn't have worked, man. It wouldn't have worked. Like, oh, like, see, that's work. the thing. It's the, you see, you need your Avengers in place. what I like to tell people, like, yeah. you need the team, like, you need your, whatever, you need you, every player yeah. playing their part so that you can have the system and structure in place so that you can scale up even more. Yeah. It looks like you're doing a great yeah, job We, we have that. the invincibles. Like, we have on the team. <laughs> like, we have what? Our team is packed. It's packed. You go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got your Ronaldo's, yeah. got your all, all of I'm, I'm the only by the way. The only guy. I'm TTO. Vraiment, vraiment, vraiment. Je comprends. Je comprends. Being the French out. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, man. But look, this is great. Um, 
it's, it's, it's clear that it's, it's, it's not just the money, it's about the vision and people, you're selling people onto the vision and that same vision that you sold onto, you know, you, you know, your head of operations or whatever it is, is the same vision you probably sold to that first person that you closed that first deal with potentially. So I think it just goes to show how important laying out the vision is for employees or senior managers, whatever that wants to join the company, even clients. Mm-hmm. It's the vision. The vision is the main thing. Yeah, it's the main thing. I agree. Okay, so let's talk about um, let's let's talk some numbers in terms of like so right now. I mean, you you've been self funded at the moment, so the business has just kind of it's money's been put back into the business. Yeah, reinvested yeah. profits being reinvested. Yeah. Okay, are yeah. you looking to 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 keep it that way, or are you going to change the change up the business model and go for not even the business model? You're going to change up um the 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 finance structure. You're going to go for an angel investor, yeah. a VC. Talk to me. We, these are all <laughs> very, very good questions. Very good questions. And it's funny because when we first started, when we first started the business, also I hollered a few people to help me join the business and get things set up. Okay. And initially I was looking for funding. Okay. I was going out and I'd run a business called Build a Master. Well, okay. It was, it, it was, um, it was not, for, not for profit. So I ran that for a good few years and I'd helped loads of business raise millions of pounds right. of, uh, for funding. I thought uh, when it gets to my turn, it'd be light work in it. Yeah. My business. My <laughs> it's always that way, isn't it? Yeah. So when I started, I was hollering at all the individuals I'd known. I said, like, listen, I'm starting my thing now. Yeah. It's how much I need. They all said no to me. Everybody said no to me. <laughs> all the um, black-led VCs and so on and so forth, which, again, just to put it in perspective, I don't want people to think I feel like I got part. No. Okay. I understood a lot of why they were saying no, because a lot of it was a case where we're coming to Ghana to set up something completely new. Yeah. And a lot of people couldn't understand or see how we could succeed mm. in Africa, which I understood. So I never yeah. took it like personal. I was like, you know what? I get it. Let me just prove <laughs> that it can work. Yeah. So, um, just started, just started. And to be fair, because of the structure, we could have got a lot further, a lot quicker if we got the money. Okay. But now we can demand or we can, we have more control in regards to the equity now. 100%. A lot more control That's now. Good. Because now we, we've proven the model. <laughs> You've proven. If I now raise a few million, I'm not having to give away that much now because I'm yeah. saying, listen, we don't actually need, need the money. it. Yeah. We want it to do And you can leverage that. Exactly. exactly. So, um, we got to the point where now we're turning over like a lot yeah. each month. Yeah. Mm. So that we, I think we did like, in our last quarter last year, mm-hmm. we'd done obviously hundreds of thousands of pounds in it's, revenue, yeah. but then it was more than our first three quarters okay. combined. So we've literally grown. Wow. So it's like, literally ex- exponentially, almost exponentially. Yeah, wow. Each, 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 each quarter. Yeah. So um, now, now we got to a point now, VCs and angels come to us. Oh, they're actually approaching you. <laughs> The irony. See the table turns. The irony. I love it. They come to us now. So it's like, <laughs> we're now, I'm, at, I'm now in a position where I'm trying to figure out what do I want to do? What's the best thing for the business? Uh-huh. What's the best thing for the staff? What's the best thing for the future of young people in Ghana? Okay. And across Africa. Across so, Africa. So um, I think what we have done, we put together like, um, we put together a lot of plans. We walk into our, our proper official round in February. Yeah. We'll probably raise a few million, and, okay. then, and then we will use that just to grow the business. Across Africa. Across Africa. We have expansion plans, it. and we we'll use that money to do so. So now, wow, we're, we're in a decent place now, Samuel. A decent place. Don't forget us all. You might not forget me. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Glad to kind of you know follow your journey along. Um, what's what's the first country you guys looking to go into? Rwanda. Rwanda. Ooh, Rwanda. Why? So I heard a lot about. I'd heard a lot of rap about Rwanda. Um, for a long time about how clean the country is, mm. the infrastructure, the president. Yeah. The way the country's been developed since 1994, the genocide and everything else. Then I went there. 
Mm. The first thing I saw was when I got to the airport with, with my wife, we got mm. to the airport and she had like a plastic bag in her, in her bag. And I didn't even notice it. She didn't notice it. We didn't see it. And someone's came up to her. They're like, you, you, you can't bring that to the country. You can't bring it to the country. What? I'm like, first of all, brother, stay back. You can't be too good for my message. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. He's like, no, no, like she can't bring a plastic bag into the country. Okay. I looked and I saw the bag. I'm like, what? He's like, no, like we don't have any plastic bags in Rwanda. And that hit me. I was like, okay. Then I got into the country. It's Kigali is one of the most beautiful cities mm. I've ever been to. I've traveled a lot. Yeah. Like been across South, South America, been across Europe, yeah. uh, parts of Africa. I, I've, yeah. I've done my fair share of traveling. Yeah. Kigali is beautiful. Yeah. You can I've place heard. Kigali in, in any, any country, in Europe, or anywhere. Yeah. Mm. And it's just so clean. You won't see chewing gum on the floor. You'll see people jogging. Like you just see it's all built. The driving is just so structured. They've got speed cameras. I was like, <laughs> I was just blown away. But the most important thing is the people. Yeah. They're very, very, very educated, very yeah. calm, very understanding and very knowledgeable. So getting those individuals into the business is what I need because what I want to do with um, remotely is that we need to ensure that we have a very diverse cultural business that reflects all the countries around the world. That's we smart. can't have a set culture or yeah. a set kind of that's group of people yeah. because that's not reflective of organizations to work with. We yeah. need to ensure that our organization is as diverse as possible mm. so that when they're sat and work with different organizations around the world, they fit in to all these organizations, diversity of, I don't know, whether it's... um we need more individuals from LGBTQ plus community. We need more women, males. One thing I did do specifically was mm -hmm. ensure that our leadership team, our leadership team is actually more women than men. Yeah. When we first started, it was all men. <laughs> guys sat around the table just talking. Yeah. I looked around one day, I was like, yo, like, there's a lot of guys in this room. <laughs> Too many men. Six months, six months time, we need to ensure that there's more women in this, in this room. They Since get the job I done. I've got more women they get the in job the done, team. Yeah. Women, they just get the job <sighs> done. Yeah. This is gone. Productivity rates through the roof. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 again, I, I probably I'm I'm probably biased because I've got two doors, but I think uh, women are just great, man. They're they're amazing. They just get things done, they do get things done. very, very well. So we've seen the business just change in the way in which we've grown and mm. the way in which things are done. And yeah, the more country rate rates expand to, the more diverse we become as an organization and the more okay. we can grow and cater to different companies and yeah. different countries and their requirements. Wow. That's that's pretty that's something. Yeah. That's absolutely mind blowing. I'm I'm I think I'm buying into your vision even more now. <laughs> is it, is remotely public? Can I buy some shares? Eventually, we'll get, eventually, eventually, God willing, eventually. We'll get I want to invest now. We'll get there. We'll get there. I want to invest, man. But yeah, Samuel, I don't want to take too much of your time. It's been a great conversation. Thank you. Um, 2022, any, any other plans in the pipeline or just expand, apart from expansion? Um, expansion and, um, hopefully just, Again, just see, we, we're going to create what we call the Remotely Academy. We just want mm. to get more people educated and more people upskilled yeah. in the continent and just get them ready. Even if they aren't employed directly by Remotely, yeah. we need to ensure that they're really understanding and learning more about business, about business skills and just getting ready for yeah. the working world. So yeah, wow, look out for that. Phenomenal. I think what that's going to do for your brand and also the culture, not just in the country, but across Africa, is going to be like breathtaking. Yeah. Absolutely breathtaking you're disrupting the industry disrupting africa what you what disrupting industries in, in africa samuel really really proud of what you're doing um yeah um where can where can people connect with remotely how can people find remotely yeah. 
remotely on all socials. Um, obviously, website remotely.co.uk. That's remotely over I, not yeah. remotely, rem- rem- remotely, whatever, <laughs> remotely. Even <laughs> I, um, .co.uk. Um, yeah. All socials Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, LinkedIn. Okay. There so they can connect with us there. Okay. Do you have any announcements that you want to make? Um, not just yet. Not just yet. Okay. It's coming soon. Coming announcements, soon. Co- announcements coming soon. All but, right, um, yeah. Right. I like to announce things when they're finalised, but finalized. Uh, we do have some huge announcements coming in the next few months. So when Perfect. they do, uh, I'll be sure to reach out to your agent so you can hundred percent. You can do some announcements for me. Hundred percent. Yeah, we'll have some conversations after the the show. But yeah, for those of you who want to um, learn more about remotely, please head over to www.remotely.co.uk. That's R E M O T E L I. Um, we'll also have everything in the show notes. Head over to the soundofcrowd.com forward slash remotely. That's R E M O T E L. Hi, Samuel. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Really, thank really you. appreciate thank it. You for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So that's it, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Samuel Crowd Podcast. I will catch you in the next one. Thank you very much. Take care.